This episode is brought to you in part by Tweaked Audio. They make audio products known as earbuds. These are durable, tangle-free, noise-reducing earbuds that come in seven styles. That's Tweaked, PB, California, Parkour, Parkour 2, Classic, Natural, and seven colors. Red, blue, green, yellow, pink, black, silver, and wood. That's not a color. That's a material. They come in mic'd and non mic varieties, and they're designed to sound great for music and for talking on your phone. They're engineered for durability and high performance with a noise-reducing design. It is excellent for listening to podcasts like this one. Compatible with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, MP3 players, anything with a little tiny headphone jack. Each pair carries a limited lifetime warranty. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBOX to get 33% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Hello and welcome to the Comedy Button. My name's Anthony Gallegos. Joining me is Brian Altano. What the fuck? Scott Bromley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Max Scoville. Hello! And IGN's Alana Pierce. Hi! The colleague of Brian and Max. Yeah! yeah. And friend, we're all uh, we're all very happy to have you here. You also yeah. live in my basement. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! You have to stop saying that. Yeah, that's a, you. Okay, you. You live, used to live in the you, basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. She yes. rent, she rents a room downstairs in your house. Thank your you. house is two stories. You don't have an upstairs. I don't think that automatically makes your downstairs your basement. Mm, I think it kind look, of look. It's a little Maybe bit of a makes, basement, but I am your landlord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. I think in terms of guests who've been on the show, you've probably come the, and I'm going to screw this word up right now, furthest. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if you fart, put a question like, mark on the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fart has? Furthest? Furthest? Uh, Is that the word? Farthest? Is it fur- I think it's furthest. You grew so, up in Australia. Uh, yes. 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 Now you live in America. Now you do, yes. weird, you do weird things like, say, how do you say, what, what is a soda can made out of? Oh, who's he? What's it? Oh, uh, aluminium? Yeah. Oh, also, I was like, what the? Are you talking about a soda can? Because that's not a what. Yeah, but, uh, no, no, alu- aluminium. So, wait, what is Wolverine made of? Oh, yeah. That's said the same. This is adamantium? <laughs> why, why aren't you saying it then, huh? Yeah. Welcome to the show, Alana. Thank you for coming. Uh, so, you, you moved here, what, six months ago? Almost, yeah. Yeah, from Australia Indeed. to America to become the toy and culture editor at IGN, which has never been a, a job before. Sounds but like it, a great job for a woman on the internet. Culture editor. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I mean, it's how, I you mean break, yeah. it's how you break down walls, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just mean that video game people are not nice. That's all. Well, I mean, if you get it... I'm not writing about video games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she got a, she, yeah. she figured that one out. Whereas we used to write book reports about toys, she's actually yeah. writing book well, reports some, about toys. Well, I got some bad news, guys. The uh, A lot of the Skylanders fan community is uh, hardcore white supremacists. Like, they're just... <laughs> yep. I'm honestly a pretty big fan of Skylanders. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I... Which I'm, one? The the one not, where... I'm not, I phrased that like I was supporting white supremacists. Yeah, you really like, did. you know what? I'm down with the white supremacists. Did you guys not, know Skylanders is spelled with three Ks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not true. It's not, it's not true. Oh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I have to do that. But because Spyro I'm, does wear a, a white hood in the third game. It's for wizard stuff. Oh. Grand yeah. wizard stuff. Jesus. <laughs> what? You brought up the white I was wait, I See, I think I was letting you hang with that one because I was like, please say it. Yeah, you got me. All right. Uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you for coming to the show, Lana. For all things comedy button, you're already in the right place. Keep it light. Yeah. Um, so you're, we, so I feel like I've told you little bits about you. You're kind of like, I've never listened to the show. What's it about? I'm like, well, it's, uh, fuck. Uh, I don't, I don't you know. Usually say nothing. It isn't about anything. It's about a, it's just us kind of shouting into a, into a circle. And then it's, it's, it's like, it's cool. like that beach ball game that people play where they're like, Oh, keep the ball in the air. But it's with a conversation. Well, it's, it's like, oh, that's actually it's like if, beautiful. if on Seinfeld, they just complained about other shows. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, this show is about nothing except we hate Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that we uh, we did, we have touched on a lot is, is Australia as a as a thing that we have never been to and we don't understand it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people who listen to the show are from there. We have actually a fair amount of Australian listeners. Hello, hi, 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 and. Uh, I, I I remember like I think we started t- like talking on Twitter when we like first met or whatever you call that on the internet. But you, I was I was asking you about spiders. Mm-hmm. How how big are they? I don't know. Pretty. I like the size of that. Well, it depends what kind of spider it is. So there's huntsman spiders. Huntsman. Huntsman spiders are yeah, they're the very the- common big ones that are like the size of your hand. Maybe small, oh, common. a little bit smaller. The common ones that are the size of your hand. The, yeah. A little bit smaller than that. Uh-huh. But, okay. Brian looks like the Gerber baby right now, <laughs> but if the Gerber baby was scared. They, they live in a house? They your... don't have webs. <laughs> they bought a house? <laughs> Wait, they live in your house? They live in people's houses and are like fairly commonly found in houses, but they don't have webs. What? Well, they shoot ropes. They don't shoot ropes, no. What do they no. do? They also aren't venomous, so they just eat all your bugs. So some people will let them live. Do you swallow eight of them a year like regular spiders, but it takes you a while? <laughs> God damn it, like that's, a long meal? So they're, <laughs> so they're sort of like our, our police in that they're scary, but they're supposed to do good, and they're sometimes in our homes. I mean, but they actually do good. So, <laughs> yes. Also, our, our police shoot plenty of things. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so I'm terrified of them, so that's but one, they're very one. hard to kill. Why? Because they're, they're huge. One Can't, time, I killed one of them, and there was, like, two others waiting for me around the corner, and I was like, they know. Oh, like so I've actually, I've read a thing about spiders in general, that when you kill one, it actually, it, the pharaohs attract all the other spiders, because they're like, oh, cool, a funeral. I got nothing else to do on Sunday. <laughs> Agatha, wake up. Uh, that seems so, like a lot. Gertrude, do you remember my uh, my sister, uh, the one eye? We don't talk much, but, well, she lived up in uh, behind that cereal box. You want to go, uh, she's having an open casket on the kitchen floor. A woman beat her to death with a shoe. <laughs> so, wait, how? why are they hard to kill if they're huge? I figured That's you would just. That's why they're hard to kill. Oh, really? So, are they, like, shell, like Shelly? Like, not uh, no, a woman's name, but, like, are they hard? <laughs> are they Shelly? Yeah. No. <laughs> Shell-like. Uh, they're, they're, like, hairy. Oh. So, that's the only problem that you can have is, is you get irritation from the hair if they touch you. Oh, you fucking kidding me? Like, what? Like, tickles or, like, bumps? I mean, they've, no, no one, they haven't ever touched me, so I've, so, I've dodged uh, that, but I imagine uh, it's, like, a rat. What do they sound like when you step on them? I've never stood on one. What? That'd be so the easiest you, way to kill one. If you would one. ever get that close. What do you do? Do you just move to a different town or uh, something? Like, no, what? usually <laughs> I would wake someone else up in my household uh-huh. and be like, there's a spider in my room. I can't sleep. Please <laughs> Pack help. your bags. And then what um, would they do? Step on it? Uh, no, I usually kill it with like insect spray. But it takes a very long time. Do you beat it with the bottle of insect spray? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to go into vats and like target like its weak points? Where <laughs> every single human who's like being involved in the spraying of the spider is just sort of like, why won't it die? Like it. It's. It sounds yeah, like they need to develop a better spray. I'm like legit. Waiting. I mean, they also aren't poisonous. We have a we have a spray that we use for uh, things that scare us here in America, and it's called bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the part where you're like, uh, JK, guys, this is not a true story. So that's and the common, that, that's one spider. Yeah. What are, what, are, what are the other kinds? Are there bigger spiders that are just commonly found in Australia? I need, like I need the size I mean, of a Volkswagen? Before you continue, I need, <laughs> yeah. you, to, I need you to understand that no I've matter, like no matter what stories you tell from here on out, in the corner of that story is a large huntsman spider. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Uh, so the next one I was going to talk about is much more terrifying. Oh, great. Right, which right, is right. a Sydney funnel flame. Uh, a, fl- a Sydney funnel flame, you say? A Sydney funnel web, which I've never uh, encountered before. Funnel web? Funnel web. Okay. And they can kill you. In like, I think it's like an hour. Wait, you've never seen one, but you know, there is it like everyone in Australia knows about them because like the they kill your ass. I mean, because they've killed people. Oh my god! So they're, they're apparently quite big, and they will jump on you, bite you, and then jump off. So a lot of people die because they don't know what bit them. So the thing just jumps on them, murders them, and leaves. So then they're like, oh, I'm suddenly feel like I'm dying, and then they have to like find the the source of whatever bit you, and you would just have no idea. Oh my god. Yeah. So wait, is Australia like an island where people bring mutants and leave them <laughs> and then turn around? I mean, to the like British kind of Empire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Arachnophobia? I know this is... Yes. Like, oh, you yes. have? Yes. Brian, okay. it's, movies come out in Australia, too. <laughs> no, but I mean, this movie is 40 years old. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, to Brian's point, the we only s- Australian movie we got from 1986 through... Uh, Young 19- Einstein? Yes. Yeah. 1996 was the Mad only... Max. Barely on video, we got that. No, so arachnophobia begins with uh, this fucking spider, and he gets in like some corpse or whatever, and then they they send this corpse to America and like in a boat, and then it like and then it like and hooks then up with an like autopsy, an American spider, and then it gets out. Yeah, it fucks an American spider because they have this weird. There's a scene that a guy and his friends or whatever I don't know how the movies are made had to shoot this scene where these two spiders are like I really. I, really like that one over there. And the other one's like, yeah, me too. You want to, all right, let's go. And they get in, they have some spider sex stuff or whatever. And then all of a sudden the entire house is full of spiders. And then John Goodman has to fight them with like a Ghostbusters proton pack. Yep. And then the movie ends with the house being full of spiders and they burn it down. There's actually a boss battle. Yeah. At the end of that. <clears throat> so to me, that's, that's, that's how spiders traveled. So why hasn't, why haven't these things left your homeland yet? Oh, because it's lovely because we don't have guns. Oh, so they're afraid of coming to America because of uh, guns. Yeah, which is actually like... Guns, America's spiders. <laughs> you are totally right. People are like, I would never go to Australia. It's terrifying. And I'm like, you... People get shot. Someone accidentally shot a helicopter out of the what sky this morning. <laughs> well, you, got, you guys got rid of guns because that one with that one dude who like shot 24 people in like, yeah, a, in like, a, like, in like a half hour. Yeah. I think at, it was at less a, than that. At a restaurant or uh-huh. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in America, so all like, we, we haven't had a massacre since then. We yeah. just redesigned restaurants. Like, did you know that's like, that's true. That the, the McDonald's used to be very open. And then there was like a mass shooting in one, so that's why now when you go in, there's no place you can stand in a McDonald's where you can see all of the restaurants. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's a large tunnel that you have to they, crawl um, through to get wow. your French fries. They call it the play place, <laughs> uh, but also they uh, our, our restaurants have been designed to make people slower, so that if they do decide to <laughs> <laughs> open fire, they're uh, easily escaped. See, yeah. and you're I, like, you know, oh, a spider. I don't want yeah. uh, Alana. I don't think there's anybody that in the history of anything has ever put our lives here in America in perspective better than why are you afraid of spiders on an island? Your friends might shoot you. <laughs> yes. Like, fuck, you're so right. This is, we do live in a terrifying nightmare world. And you moved here during probably like our peak crazy, which was like, let's take a fucking guy that looks like a literal inflated game show host and turn him into a presidential candidate. A guy that used to fire people for professionally. Yeah. I'm still pretty confused. I, I don't really understand how to explain our election to you right now. Cause I couldn't do it. So to you're going to be real confused in July. Once the convention season rolls around, you can convention be... season. Oh yeah, like video game convention. Yeah, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> political, no political convention. You're going to see a good what, one what this year. What is a political convention? Oh my god, it's where a whole bunch. Of... So what's happening right so, now in you know America? In, you know, in Lord of the Rings, 
you know when they get all those scenes where like the like like Saruman's up on his tower and he's all like looking out over the Urukai and they're like pulling them out of like Good, yes. the, the condoms and they're like rubbing mud on their fins, slapping them in I'm the face. Very big fan of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool or then like Sauron's just. I like that he doesn't really have a thing. He's got like his mouth who comes out and they're like, Rah! and there's like cave trolls opening doors and shit. That's kind of like that. And then, but it's the different political parties. It's sort of like mm-hmm. everyone's sort of just like rallying. Like, and you've got f- f- fucking that the big guy who eats grapes and makes the hobbit sing to him. And he's like, well, yeah, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> and he's sort of the good guy, but you're still like, really? That's the guy we got. You know, he's going to make the hobbit sing. What's happening right now in America is very confusing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, People in political parties are fighting. So in, in Australia, you would be like, hey, let's elect a leader, then let's run the campaign. Right. But they're like, let's fight with each other, and then let's run the campaign over whoever wins that fight that's public, where you're insulting your leaders, both of them. Why don't you just pick one so the party overall is going to do better? See, that makes so Stop it, arguing. It makes perfect sense. It's, it's like if you were watching the Yankees and they were like... Hey, let's. We're all going to beat the shit at Derek Jeter today. And you're like, well, he's you. You raised his fucking banner up, like in your stadium. He's one of yours. And they're like, no, we're going to kill him. It's exactly like that. And like, then it makes no and then, sense. Like halfway, they're like, oh no, we like him again, but he's already been beaten down. Well, the the fucked up shit is that they do this like weird WWF plot twist bullshit in like three months, where they're just like, hey y'all, sorry I've been making fun of you for the last two years. You're now my new best friend forever. I'm writing my name. I'm writing your name on my binder. And now we're yeah. dating. Oh, yeah. So, the like, vice presidential these, candidates you're talking about? Yeah, like, people will talk shit to each other for, like, a year and a half, and then all of a sudden they'll be like, I choose you, Pikachu. And you're like, I was going to say it's, it's more like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Where, like, like Goku and Vegeta are going to fight each other for a whole bunch, and then, like, they're going to, Vegeta's going to be like, fuck, I lost, but I guess I'll help you out. Or, like, Piccolo lost. Or, you know, they, they, they all fucking. And they team up they all on kind of team up some and shit. Then, yeah. It's amazing how much that just helped me. I was like, oh, it's like Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that I makes would sense. say it's a little bit like that. You really you, want to hold are, hands. I would say, in terms of American <laughs> culture, you're kind of coming in, like, towards the tail end of the Boo saga, and everyone's fusing together, and fucking hercules running around looking for beer with that dog mm. right this is very helpful thank you if you just yeah <laughs> if you just explain american politics in like, dragon ball z reference, and i will, I will the I country will say, might be about to explode because of some kind of pink thing i will also say You're like talking about beerus pardon pardon the mess oh, oh no, we're talking about beer. like pardon the mess right now this is this is worse than it's ever been yeah i was gonna say you're, 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 it has not been like this since 1968 no. are like, you referring to trump as being the mess or no we're just talking just the, the circus in general has been very like um the fact that it's like so social media driven now and like hillary clinton signed up for me tomo the other day and what like, really oh like it's just like it's a fucking nightmare zone where like she comes out and she's just like hey y'all like cat memes and the other guy's like i eat babies and then there's like people like ted cruz and then i like that marco rubio and these these cartoon characters show up and it's it's just it's never been this bad like a couple years ago it was like they it's been this bad but not for like 20 years like the last time was like the year Bob Dole and what was the dude with the giant ears, Ross Perot, yeah, and that and all that stuff. Now you're like, getting you're getting 92 and 96 confused. Oh, am I? Bob Dole, yeah, Bob Dole was 96. I Ross was, Perot was, was 92, and Ross Perot had infomercials in the middle of the in the middle of prime time where he would show basically. Um, powerpoint projects that he printed out <laughs> which is great because it was actually a, one of the only ways to get that, that information back then mm-hmm. but nowadays with social media people are just like like hillary clinton comes out and she's like i hate donald trump and then there's like 80 pictures of her hanging out with donald trump because well, they used up. to be bros he went to her wedding of her child you know yeah 
So anyway, the wedding of a child. Yeah, didn't, yeah right. Yeah. That In America, that's what we call that. The wedding of the child. A popular <laughs> gathering of politicians is called a child wedding, and that's where we take two children and we make them wed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we frown upon that and we strike it from the record. But, but yeah. I have a lot of Australia questions for you. Mm-hmm. Now, pardon me. You, I'm sure you can have dumb American questions. Say for me words as well. for us. No, not actually. Say no, words. that's hold on. That's a, that's a good. First game of all, wait, wait, wait. That's a Just, good game show. Real quick, I think if someone's going to put Alana in the hot seat and ask her ridiculous question about Australia, then it, it, she absolutely has to be able to turn around absolutely. and ask us a ridiculous question about America because it's fucking stupid here. Absolutely. Yeah. And I say that as a patriot. You're very... <laughs> yeah. It's pronounced Petroit. <laughs> this is my gun, Petroit. My son, it's Devin. De- it's Detroit's father, Petroit. My, this is my daughter, Chestnut. <laughs> and my son, Kevin. <laughs> Right. Kevin? This is Christopher Kringle and my daughter Jezebel. <laughs> First question. And Scott. my gun Christmas. <laughs> First question. First question. We have a lot of beloved comedians in America. Uh, the only one I know of Australia is Yahoo Serious, as mentioned earlier. Was he a big deal? I have no idea who that is. All right. Wow. Good. Uh, I had a feeling. Alana is also half your age. Oh, shit. Okay. Not half your age. But so uh, I'll take I was the, like I'll Scott take, for a second. I was like Scott's way older than I thought. No, Scott's I'll take, like hundred uh, years old. I'll probably. take I'll take the dingo eating your baby question off of the list. I've heard of whatever it was that a, is. a cry in the dark. It was a true story starring Meryl Streep and Sam Neill about dingo, a baby a dingo a eating their baby at that big rock monument. Alana, the big at. rock monument. The big rock. Whatever that one goes to hanging, hanging rock? rock. Is that it? Monument? Picnic at hanging rock. Is that it? I don't know. It's that big rock You're in Australia. You're talking about like the giant. That fucking rock. looking rock. Yeah, I'm the talking about that rock, rock that looks gonna, like a mountain. I'm just going to make you each guess what that is called. The big rock? Oh, yes. fuck. Look, the, I know that there's that... that uh, you said hanging rock. Peter Weir movie set in Australia that's oh, Picnic and uh, Hanging Rock. Is, Mount, it called, is it called Pride Rock? Uh, no, it is not. Is Mount, it, Mount Platypus. Mufasa? No. And all that shit? Is it Devil's Peak? No. no. Crocodile Rock, rock well, D. It's called Uluru. Oh, the name oh, of the rock. oh! You're yeah. all so close, though. Which translates yeah. to the mountain from Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of vowels. Oh, yeah. Alana, your turn. To also ask known a as the about America, Milton Bradley game Tuberuba. I mean, I don't really have any. Really, you, know, you don't have here. any American questions. I mean, none. I, I live here, uh, so it's like you know. All like, your questions. I'm have actually been even more curious about what stuff. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I feel, have I you ever seen a platypus? Yeah, yeah, at a zoo. Wow. Are they cool or are they like... Yeah, they're pretty metal. Are koalas shitheads? Uh, they all have chlamydia. <laughs> For real? That's, it's like one of my favorite fun really? facts. Really? Like that that's... Koalas all have chlamydia. And they're they... all very blind, so you have to approach them really, really slowly or to just be like, everyone is a jump scare. So you have to like walk up to them real slow. Is that is that the best way to hit them with rocks? What? what? I'm just kidding. It's Why? Because they sound like nightmare bears. No, they're very nice. They have chlamydia. Yes, they... <laughs> Don't they drop out of trees yes. and kill people and carve out their eyes with their teeth? No. No, they don't. Don't. those are the like weaponized toads ones. <laughs> Everywhere. Weaponized ones. Uh, yeah, cane toads are a problem. People make a game out of running over them with uh, cars. Yeah, was, cool. was, was like, how, how long before you got your TV back from the death of Steve Irwin... Brian, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you the, ask her with, shit like this at work? Like, no, is this the first like, time she's seeing the, like the total like no weird? She, she knows how stupid sentences. I am. Oh come I didn't on! Care. Was the death of Steve Irwin Australia's nine eleven? <laughs> no. Are you, what? You, you don't know how bad our nine eleven was. Was it that bad? <laughs> no. It, Australia's nine eleven was one one nine because they're upside down. <laughs> Did it blow yeah, your mind when you it. saw the toilet flush the other way for the first time? 
if that happens, I've yet to notice it. Does what? It, wait, what does it really? What? I don't think that it does. How often are you Fuck. looking at toilet flushes? Exactly. Scott? I mean, it flushes Scott, clockwise. Have you seen how he eats? I don't. I wouldn't even know that about it. It flushes a, a, clockwise here. Yeah. I've I've flushed toilets thousands of times in my life. I feel life. like they. Just I watch kind of YouTube videos down. of of Australian toilet flushes. Life blows is my short. Mind. It's a gift. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, I can give you some cool toilet facts. Okay. Uh, public restrooms in America, the gap between like the door and the like barrier of the stall is a lot wider. Like, it's so uncomfortably wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can Hold always, on, you can I, always I, see I people just, I know radio is theater of the mind, but I'm going to show you why. What? Oh, our butts no, are... No, 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 She's specifically talking also, about Scott, how... if you if you fucking left the country more than once ever, uh, you would know that this is actually not just... This isn't just Australia. This is, like, most of the world. She's, Australia has... Or America has super weird... She's talking about how when you close the door... You can mm-hmm. see... You, you can make eye There's, like, an inch. Oh, you can there's see... There's, like, oh, an yeah, inch yeah, gap. So when like, someone walks in to wash their hands, you see them. And if they turn and look, there's a chance for eye contact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That whole thing where you can see feet, like, that fucking trope from movies where someone, like, stands in the toilet room, like... Yeah. That totally doesn't work in... Yeah, it's an American thing. ...foreign bathrooms because they are actually little water closets that you go into. Uh, they also... The toilets in America just have so much water in them. Yeah. You're like, cool we take big, old, big old dunks. Well, apparently it's we don't to make mountains. the smell, but it's so loud. It's just, really? like, in other countries, people pee modestly because they can. Uh-huh. In America, it's like, you better hear me pee. There's nothing anyone can do about this. Yeah, this is like, it's, it's, it's a weird, like, people like shit guitars in this country. It's like fucking <laughs> rock and roll. Everything is a fucking Bon Jovi concert. It's like, oh, I'm taking a shit and I'm pissing. It's like, there's no <laughs> subtlety to any of it. It's all just like... Fuck, fucking Guy Fieri's here. He kicks in the door. Like there's, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do with subtlety in America. It actually really pisses me off. There are increasingly more of those toilets with like the double buttons, like Max has. Like you know the ones that are always confusing. Like which one do I push for noise? which one? Right. So those noise. are also like incredibly common in Australia. Yeah, they're pretty much all we have. Whereas okay. the push ones are here. So one thing that you you mentioned to me. In the past, that piqued my interest is uh, pizza, and you're a big fan mm-hmm. of the pizza in America mm-hmm. versus the pizza on Australia. Like, is there like what is the sort of like Did you say on Australia like it's another fucking planet? I said in. <laughs> I wouldn't say on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said on. <laughs> I didn't say on. Like, what is the what is the sort of culinary delicacy there? Like, what is the what is the food? Did you that just say you're culinary like, like it's a, still a fucking penal <laughs> what colony. What the fuck? <laughs> get, uh, get your damn ears checked. I think it's not Alien Three. It's a country. Okay. Max is really mad. I know. Thank you, Max. I really appreciate it. He's really, trying to he's defend really, that. Uh, it's really, fine. He's really defensive of this of Co- the extra $700 a month sitting next to him right now. If I had a dollar for it, every time a day I had to hear Max say Alien 3, I could reshoot Alien 3. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, what true. What was the question again? Food in Australia. Yeah, what, oh, what's, uh, what's I like, think what's, the, what's what's awesome that you can't get here? I think Asian food as a whole is better because it's closer to Asian. Yeah. I think I, Japanese food is better. I think Indian food is significantly better. Damn. But Japantown in San Francisco is still very good. It's really because Japantown in San Francisco is like predominantly Korean. I mean, the one place that I ate was Japanese, and it was good. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Yeah, I got one I, place. I got shit on this very show by saying that uh, Chinese food specifically was better in New York City than it is in San Francisco. I just don't think it's very good here. Maybe it's different. I don't yeah. know. Different region or something. Well, like pizza's different. But yeah, yeah. Pa- Panda Musk used to say the same thing. Also from Australia, you know, uh, that it was the same thing. So many immigrants there because it's so much closer. The food's so much better mm-hmm. if you want mm-hmm. Southeast Asian. But they, what about like, uh, I asked him the same thing. Like, what about... Something that you're like, ah, oh, this is very Australian. If I'm going to eat something Australian, 
This is the thing I eat. Fosters. No. Uh, sausage rolls and meat pies. Okay. What's a sausage roll? Oh, my God. I miss sausage rolls so bad. It's like the fir- like first few months I was here, I would just show people pictures of sausage rolls all the time. <laughs> like, look at it. Uh, it's like... Did they freak out because there was also a huntsman spider in the picture? And you were like, just ignore that. They're everywhere. No. What are they? It's in the corner of every story. Is it just a sausage stuffed in (laughs) dough? No. It's like if a sausage were made into... I I can't describe it in a way that's appealing. Made into a roll? I can't describe the show in a way that's appealing. Give it a shot. If it were like blended and made into... It's not like a sausage. It kind of crumbles. It falls apart. And then the outer layer is um, just really crispy pastry. I feel, oh, like, so I feel like a, you can describe it like that, and it still sounds yeah. appealing. This we're Americans, so we're full of a yeah. country. Do you know what we like, call? You know what we call that here? It's, it's pig, pig pigs, and pigs and a blanket. No, it's not. No, she's she's thing. saying it's blended. Does it look like this at all? But so instead of a hot dog in the middle, it's like yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's it's like ground ground meat uh, surrounded by pastry, and then I believe baked. Yes. Okay. It's, that's it's not, like yeah, a, that sounds fucking awesome. It's delicious. And it's a, a pierogi. A British savory pastry snack with a U in, hmm. in all of those words. Yeah, you, you can, they have those in, in Michigan. You really? Can, yes, you, cool. Stacey like has them. Stacey, sausage roll? Yes, I have had those, and they, we have some frozen in our freezer. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. They're from Russ's. You can get them. Gosh. The thing about Michigan is that they will find the fattest food in the exactly. world. Exactly. They yeah. will make oh, it. Oh, okay. Mm. We'll take this back. Yeah. 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 You can also get them like the same kind of thing with um, spinach and cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Also very nice. Yep. So have you, have you ever thought about like trying to recreate that? No. No. Well, it's, it's that's like, it's a not sausage, a fan of cooking. Cheese. You're not very a fan lazy. of cooking? Filo. You're not a fan of cooking at all? No, I hate it. Oh, man. I, like That's weird because you're like a... Like you're you're a very tangible person. Like you you create things. You know, I like you make creating videos, things. You make... So my problem with cooking is the standing and waiting part. I'm like I'm just waiting for this to cook. That's when you clean dishes. Not a good use of time. It's a fun thing to it's do. When, yeah, it's when you, it's when yeah you, that makes it way more appealing. You clean good up, point, Brian. <laughs> you Dude, that the... sounds so great. <laughs> you create you create uh, usable dishware. Yay. Yep. No, it's also that... when you you know have a glass of wine and put on a nice record. Mm-hmm. No, it's just you. What, what I do put on your makeup in the mirror. What I do while I'm speaking I cook, from experience here, like you know. What I do while I cook is I just I get really mad that that I fuck something up, and then I take it to heart, and like I, I fuck up the next well, that thing. That sounds like, way better. Yeah, it's, it's like it gives you something to just get angry about it. And I'm like, fuck, honey, I screwed up all the beans, or then fucking burnt the broccoli again. It's fucking small kitchen. Just whatever you can do to pass the time. You know, that's I, actually that's a valid point. Like, I feel like if. If restaurants were offering home cooked meals the way they they actually do, the reality is the waiter would come out. And they'd be like, "Ah, oh, we oh, we fucked it up a little bit. It's just it's uh, it's kind of undercooked. I'm really sorry." No, and you're just my mom. You're She's like, always like um, she made me like my favorite dish, which is carbonara. And she'd be like, "This I think is a little bit too much sauce. Yeah, the sauce is a little too watery. I'm really sorry. And like it's it's totally fine. It's the best thing I've ever eaten." And she's just constantly like, "Is it good? Is it good? She's like, is right? it okay?" I'm like, yeah. yeah, dude, it's good. No, I do that too. Where I like I'll make food for somebody and I'll sit back and be like. What, what do you think? I'm like, I'm not going to review it for you. I'm eating it and it's good. I'm like, well, is it too? It, is it too spicy? Okay, are no, you asking fine. that because you're worried about giving someone a bad meal, or are you asking that because you want legitimate feedback? I'm actually like asking that. Well, yes, I'm asking that because I'm cheating on that meal with the next time I make that meal because okay. I know I can make it better the next hmm. time. So I'm looking for feedback instantaneously on the spot because we are culture driven by that ideology. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of always assume that when people do that, it was because they were like. This is my this is my gift. Is my gift okay for you? 
No, it's not, it's it's actually stems. Not, it's cooking is weird because it stems entirely from self consciousness to that extent, where you basically create art mm. for somebody mm-hmm. to consume in front of you and destroy, um, <laughs> and you're willingly indulging them in the idea of them taking something you made and consuming it. Uh, something that by that point you have almost no interest in consuming yourself because it almost becomes too selfish and you're using whatever feedback they give you as uh, a precipice for the next thing which you you might consume yeah that you might consume or might hand off to somebody else entirely have you heard the the term ala prima no it's a painting term that means you do something like like it's it does because they 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 was made made up by Italians who invented sex. Thanks, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, anytime, man. Yeah, alla prima is basically like if you do a painting in one sitting. Huh. So if you sit down and you're like, I'm gonna just I got my palette full of oils. I'm gonna paint this, and if it isn't, you know, perfection finished, then it's done. Whatever. Like it's it's like a sketch for painting, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that cooking is kind of like that in the sense, like you're. There's an understanding. There's a start and a stop to the procedure of, of yeah, making that it. Does you know, sound nice. right. that there's an actual end. Yeah, you have to stop it. A Honestly, point. like I like I have an art background, and I don't finish a lot of the stuff that I start, and it sucks. And like same with writing, and same with like you know making videos or shit like that. That's part of the reason that podcasting is fun because it's like you you sit it's down, done. And you do yeah. the thing, and it's you you ship it. You you have to like you have mm. to walk out of the room, and it's over. And cooking's kind of the same way. Otherwise, mm. you're just yeah. wasting material. Well, that's like the weirdest thing about. Uh, like I love cooking and pizza is my favorite food in the world, but it's impossible to make pizza in one sitting. Like you can't do an alla prima pizza because you can't sit down and make a dough and then make a sauce and then make a pizza. Why? Cause dough has to rise and baking, baking becomes math and, uh, cooking is art or science. So it's basically taking random things and throwing it like together. You're saying a lot of fancy things. No, really? Because like <laughs> it no, is art. And music and is sunshine. Science. No, like mathematics are rainbows. And love. I know it all sounds like bullshit, but love is a many splendid thing. <laughs> baking is fucking chemistry and it's why I hate baking because mm. there's no there's very little art to baking until it's after the fact and it's formed. Right. Right? Like you have to make a canvas. So you can make a pizza in a day, but you can't do it in one sitting because you have to wait. You have to wait. Right. Yeah, but if I was to make this a stir fry that's that's art that's jazz that's music right that's throwing all the shit into a plate and watching it spice up and curdle and coil and all this other shit <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like i have dinner it's done i did it in 30 minutes in one pan piece uh but baking is like well i've measured out exactly one fourth of a cup of flour and one eighth of a teaspoon of this or whatever i'm using american it's not metric i know it's the world it's like a centimeter <laughs> and a meter yeah and, yeah you get like four, four centimeters yeah. of dough and three yeah. meters of two thousand yeah. leagues under the salt yeah. uh and that that there's a it totally changes it it changes your rhythm to everything so mm-hmm. but I don't know, I'm, I'm actually i was, I was kind of surprised that, that you're not into that because it's like uh it's you're you make shit you yeah you but make, like, like you i edit said video, the you stuff DJ. that i make is me doing something constantly right so that's a huge Cooking part of is, it. I hate the stopping. Hey, maybe you want some fucking anime about teenagers who have to fight some fucking supernatural monsters and shit. Well, you should check out Myriad Colors Phantom World. It's full of that stuff. A bunch of school kids from Jose Academy have a problem with evil phantoms who are invading their world. And these poor teenagers have enough to worry about without supernatural monsters. Such as, I don't know, probably drug abuse and pregnancies and trapper keepers and the teacher making you put your cell phone in a drawer. But too bad! Anime doesn't give a shit. High school has got to fight monsters. 
Go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and go sign up and you get a free month today. And then watch cartoons until your eyeballs explode and they shoot out of your head and there's lightning everywhere and your hair gets real nice. And then you go to a hot springs because that's where everyone makes good friends with each other. Yeah. So, interesting. You, you DJ. Mm-hmm. DJ. Thank oh god, you. this is gonna get insufferable real fast. <laughs> you be my hype man? Yeah. Oh <laughs> fuck yeah, I'll be your hype man. How the fuck oh, did shit. you? How the fuck did you get into that? Like, I honestly, I don't. You, you do this in my in my home. Much to my chagrin, I have to bang a broomstick on the floor. That's never happened. Because you're making so much rap noises coming up, and that comes through the vents. Oh my was, god, I can't wait to come over to your house and just bust this <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're making music up in this piece, motherfucker. He's a very good hype man. Peppers, what you wear? What you want? What you want, Peppers? Uh, what uh. goes on? No, Briggs, where you at, baby? All right. That. So, uh... uh... The question, right, how did I start DJing? Um, it's a kind of gross story. Uh, this, we love those. This company was hosting an event and was like, hey, we need a DJ. Can you just, like, sit in a DJ booth and press play for $2,000? And I was what? like, uh, I'm not comfortable with that. They were obviously just trying to, like, use my name to promote an event and get people to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, adult I diapers. I said I would do it if. Pooping in a box, adult d- diapers. <laughs> Those weren't words. <laughs> Those were not words at all. <laughs> you didn't say anything. <laughs> I just pictured the worst company in the world where you're like, I, $2,000 <laughs> is a lot of money, but adult diapers are gross. <laughs> number two, y'all. Number two, y'all. Doing, doing a number two, y'all. <laughs> See, that could be the funniest fucking prank in the world, though, if they were like, they were like, I mean, that could be like a, just a, a, just a miraculous episode of Punked or something where they're like, all right, we're going to pay her $2,000. Like, get this, get this hip young woman. She's, she's the DJ. All the all she has to do is press play, and you go up there, and you're like, "All right, everybody!" And everyone's like, "Yeah!" And you're like, "You ready for some music?" And you push play, and it's like, <laughs> to be fair, it's like fucking ragtime, just like <laughs> shitty old, and you're just and it's just watching how you handle that, and everyone's like fucking just like. Sweet uh, just <laughs> to be fair, I do that at some point. Like, uh, I'll start a set with some really like lame two two thousand dollars in Australia is enough to buy Saints Row three used from GameStop. Yeah, like, yeah. money is stupid over there. Aren't games like $180,000? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Uh, to fucking make. (laughs) So I think it's actually like maybe five years ago, games were 100 or 110, and I think now it's more like 80 or 90. Oh, wow. Yeah, boy. The spiders ate all the good games. (laughs) But also people earn a lot more money. Yeah. So it kind of scales. Um, so so you get this call to be in this booth. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll do it if I can learn how to DJ because I refuse to just stand there. And, uh... I know a bunch of people who DJ, so I learned how to do it and really liked it and mm-hmm. ended up not doing the show anyway because I was like, you know, it's still gross. I'm not going to do it. So I didn't. Uh, and then I basically just had a, a bunch of friends who I knew in the nightclub industry. Is mm-hmm. that the name for that? The scene. The scene. And uh, started getting shows. And I, my first few were really terrible, but I, I practiced a lot. And um, it worked. And, like, the thing with DJing, there are times when you can't do anything, like the same as cooking. You have to stand there. But when the song is playing, <laughs> yes, and you're not mixing anything, mm-hmm. but that's a 
part of a performance. Right. So it's like, even if I'm not actually mixing, I'm still hyping a crowd. Like my favorite shows will be shows where there's not a barrier and I can jump in with the crowd while a song is playing and I'm not doing anything. And I would just like dance with people for a really long time and then jump back up when I feel like I have to start mixing again. Dance like there's huntsman spiders everywhere. (laughs) I was going to say, in other words, throw your hands up in the air like you just do not care. Yeah. See, I like the idea of of just an efficient DJ who doesn't waste any movements. And when there's nothing else to do, you just stand there perfectly still. I, I think, yeah. That sounds terrible. That, that no, sounds you should really just scary. cross your arms and stare down the kids and be like, you're on drugs. I've seen some stuff, though. People don't realize how much you can see from, like, a stage, like, right. the stuff people do on dance walls. Yeah. You probably see more than security does. Yeah, they'd be fucking. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're banging out on, on, on the floor. I've seen people, I've seen stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. It gets. I, I was walking through a crowd and saw Gap one time, and I was like, "Oh, cool, Gap! I'll push right between there." And like I need, the store, the clothing and, store. And I need a girl who <laughs> cool, was. I need a girl who was on her knees. Mm-hmm. So. Yo, oh. come on, mixed company. Wait, you need a girl that's on her knees? Yes. Yeah, because I thought there was a gap. Need? Oh, you kicked Don't her. Don't we all? Am I right? Need like you you're kicked saying... her with the knee. I, yes, I, sh- I hit yes, her with my knee I as I walked. Okay, you made it sound like you walked through a crowd, being like, "I need a girl that's on her knees." No, 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 no. And then you sound like I literally was just trying to pass through these two human beings, and there was a third in the mix. That's cool. What a weird place to suck a dick. Would you say there was a panic at the disco? Walk us through. What are some weird? What's some weird shit you've seen from the DJ booth? Oh, I definitely saw <laughs> uh, a a dude with his pants down, but mm-hmm. the girl was behind him. Oh, she was pegging him. So it was like she. What? It's like his pants were like below his butt, and her mm-hmm. she. She was doing stuff to his butt. Whoa! Like in public touching. from behind him. Wow. Yeah. Was his pangus like helicoptering? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those elaborate it's like finger he had puppets. That pot covered. It's just like the back pot was down. <laughs> I, I, I actually I have, hope so. I've got, no, I have no point of reference. So no, one's, no one's ever pegged me. No, this, is, this, Scott, is a question, you, this is a question. This is a question that you might not know the answer to. <laughs> What song were you playing that inspired that Probably moment? Probably like "Call Me Maybe" or something. Yeah. Fuck yes, yeah. makes sense. Let's guess. Scott, Adds up. Yes. You uh, shook your head very knowingly when she was like, "The pants are down. There's butt stuff." You're like, "Yes, yes, butt stuff." <laughs> I, I haven't been pegged. I, I don't do any butt stuff. Mine's Yet. strictly exit only. I have done uh-huh. a lot of butt stuff to people, so I know the the, the terms. Well, you did go to school for puppeteering, so. <laughs> Stacy finally <laughs> broke you on a cat. I feel like it's only a matter of time before she breaks you. She's probably in there fucking cheering right now. <laughs> no, no, that the that that wall will will stay erect. That was a strange. What? Person. Yeah, that's what? a weird word to end on there. Uh huh. No, okay. All right. Well, so, what's well. some other weird stuff you saw? Guy getting do getting pegged to. I mean, how does it Cartier get worse Ray than that? That's, that's I pretty, mean, I, I that's feel like good. that was probably the most shocking one. Yeah. 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 Like, mm. what's, what, what do you? Want? I don't know. I don't know. No, like, oh, I'm not a DJ. That, I think a guy, probably my favorite with... is people who are bad dancers who like don't aren't aware that they're bad dancers. That's always very fun. Oh, bad, yeah. bad dancers are dangerous to other people. That's the problem with bad dancers. I mean, not I mean, how? well, I think like I've seen bad dancers who do that thing where they're just <laughs> elbows, arms, knees everywhere in the air, and they start so they create this fear. Of danger Fear? around them. Were you at a hardcore concert? That's no, called just, fight dancing. No, like <laughs> that's the thing. 
No, I've been, I've been to like rap shows where people are like just headbanging or like moving their elbows so hard that all of a sudden it's like, dude, you, you're creating a mosh pit. Do people fight dance at rap shows? It's weird. They do. They do. Well, so, because I mean, I can't imagine people dancing because they think that's the super hard. Right. So they're right. like, so, so the secret about rap shows and this, this is even like, this is in New York city during what I considered to be the, the second golden age of hip hop, which was in the late nineties, early two thousands when shit got really good again. Uh, predominantly white people and Asian people. And this, this, these are two groups of people who would just show up uh, and get drunker than they should be or higher than they should be and start listening to music that not, is not necessarily specifically tailored for them. And it was just start getting violent and rowdy and being like, yeah, I got the hood in me. It's exactly and, like a hardcore show. Yeah, so, it's yeah. all a bunch of crying white boys. Isn't that weird? And then it's all of a sudden like just the anger, the, that sort of teenage angst comes out of them and they start flailing elbows and arms and people get knocked out and security rushes in and pulls people off. And Marty and I went to uh, see Under Earth last week. Right. Big fan of Under Earth. And they are a post-hardcore band, but they're also a Christian band. Mm. So there's a mix of people crying and people fight dancing. Right. And the Christian thing is a weird angle because you bring in a lot of straight edge people and straight edge people do the thing where they're like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't fuck, but I will beat you to death. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And it's like, okay. Yes. I will stack on top of four of my friends and we'll take the form of henry rollins like i don't i don't know like i think i I feel like at two ends of hell is the drunkest angriest person i've ever met in my life and the most straight edge christian sober person a short straight edge yeah like a three a four and a half Mm -hmm. a tall like that's called slayer and striper yeah you know like a a a, 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 (laughs) it's like david faustino with a god tattoo or something like that and he's just got a shank in his hand it's terrifying it's it's really scary and like i'm not trying to denounce either of these sides of the fence over here but like the extremes on both sides of those things are truly terrifying people and they all intermingle when it comes to public spaces like concerts you know so that's a good time to be alive i think uh aside from like hardcore shows or festivals the only like music thing i've been to was childish gambino Mm -hmm. and that was really just a cloud of of marijuana smoke is that, that was what you a, call it I, I went to yeah. marijuana smoke yeah, no, I, went, yeah. I, went, I went to a <laughs> sure, show you nailed it it's a dank miasma that was a I went uh, to a, a show a hub of God. dank memes five <laughs> years ago it was a weird show because he did like half a stand-up set and then oh, he really was, yeah and then he he's and, done a lot of really interesting stuff the one that I saw was so you had the crowd that was there for the stand-up, and then you had the crowd that was right. there for Childish Gambino, That's really and interesting. both were totally confused by what was happening in the half of the show that they weren't there for. I know when he, he launched, uh, because of the internet, he did the entire album like from the start to the end, and, Front then, to he back, did, yeah. and then he did Camp straight afterwards, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome, but because the internet's such a weird album... There's so much strange stuff in there that I it's just a weird people al- would be like, wait, what, what now? It's a weird record to see live. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of those things that like, like the idea of seeing an artist do an album front to back live is fascinating to me, especially rappers. Actually, they- that's what Under Earth did the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I fucking love shit like that. But if for that album specifically, it's, it's like. very strange. It's like, oh, this is kind of uh, inside noises. <laughs> yes. You know? There's it, it, an entire song of inside noises. Yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> it was, I think it was see. like last year I saw Violent Femmes and they did, they, it was like the 30th anniversary of, of their first album. So right. they, they played their first album in order, which their first album, the first three songs are the only three songs you ever want to hear Violent Femmes play. <laughs> right. And then there's seven more. And so everyone just booked it after the first three. Like, really? Yeah. They're like, wow. you played Blister in the Sun. You played the other one. I'm good. Cool. You know, it's it's funny because wow. like right now with like streaming music and the fact that you can like cherry pick songs from iTunes or whatever, I think that like 
I like albums just don't sell as much, and like mm. it, having music online is is mostly a way of marketing concerts, which is where like more money comes from. Like I was reading David Byrne's book about um, how music works, whatever guy from Talking Heads, and he's talking about this, and like it's funny that they're doing more shows that are just here's the entire album start to finish because it used to be like here's a set list, and now it's like. No, go buy the set list. Your Spotify playlist is a set list. Yeah. It's also interesting, like, maybe it would be better for artists at some point soon to just release individual tracks rather than releasing an album. See, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I say that literally in the middle of a show that we're doing that's 60 minutes long. So I think it's fully possible to capture somebody's attention span for that length of time mm. without having it being broken up with commercial breaks or uh, weird idiosyncrasies or uh, jump cuts from other albums or other podcasts, right? Like, you can listen to the yeah. comedy button for an hour straight. If you can do that, you can listen to an album. And I know it's like different when you're listening to music because like there, you have that button in your hand or your headphones that click, click. You can just be like, give me something new. Give me something else. But I feel like albums as the idea of somebody being like, here's 35 minutes of my sound is precious. And it's, you know, it's definitely going away and it's been downsized since I grew up listening to albums, but I think there's still something there. And like, it's, it's terrifying to me to think about like that going away entirely. I know you as a DJ, like if you got up and you played somebody's album, it'd be like, what the fuck is she here? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no point in doing that. But, uh, removed from that scenario, I think there's something interesting to that. You know, like, I mean, you kind of listen to an album when you watch a movie and somebody scores a film. You know? That's true. You don't really have the that button to click, click and go through to something I just else. Feel like, well, it would depend on the album because, you know, some of them can be super like, different yeah yeah and inconsistent yeah. so it's like i mean that's bites of it that's also so much so many so much albums that are like kind of brought out after like after a certain point like the in incongruous albums like but there was a point where like people like artists put out albums like every year or two like mm. like on a pretty consistent basis like you look at the beatles or frank zappa or rolling stones like they were fucking hitting they were hitting releases pretty fucking consistently right or and they early. were like yeah, and yeah. they were like, uh, they put out a shit ton, and then it's like you... It's because you, you didn't know. have to tour to make money. Yeah, and now you, you fast forward to, like, present day, and you get, like, mm-hmm, once every two, three years, you know, and it's like... Actually, that's a really good point, Scott. It's like, I think... You, it's you, a, that's what I the mean, point, the Beatles that, never that, that, toured. That's, what that, that's the truth. Like, that's what all those old guys were saying. You did not have to tour to make money. You, spend, you could put out an album and sell 30 million copies off of one song. If you don't spend 200 nights a year on the road, like, you got time to... Right, music. Pick up your guitar. Yeah. You it's know, kind of terrifying because it also means that every musician has to be comfortable in front of crowds and a right. good performer, whereas right. before that wasn't necessary. And songs that have to be made to be performed in front of crowds, whereas like a lot of Beatles stuff towards the end was like so weird and studio made. It was like it didn't matter. Or Meat a lot Loaf, of Beach Boys Meat Loaf stuff. sold yeah. 45 million albums and he has stage fright. Yeah. I mean, wow. so that's actually, I mean, it's fascinating to me because like, like you just said, it's like the, 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 uh, the understanding that you need to be socially forward and and like alana you are in a lot of your work and everyone else in this room is sort of just like we have twitter followings and we're we're on facebook and we do this on youtube and we're on twitch and all this other shit um the idea of that being part of it wasn't always there yeah so suddenly being thrust into that universe as that being a major proponent in becoming popular or at least becoming sustainable is kind of terrifying it means for a lot we of could people. be weeding out really talented musicians yes. who don't 
Yeah. Who are socially awkward. Yeah. People That's who terrifying. just want to make an album. You know, yeah. who are like, oh, can't because, and you know, I'm sorry we dragged you on a comedy show to become incredibly <laughs> introspective, but it happens. Uh, but I think that's kind of terrifying to weed out, to weed out, like you said, to lose people who are like really strong musicians because they're terrified of being like, I got to build a, a huge social yeah. following. <laughs> like, fuck that. Yeah. You know? like, like at this point, you're not going to get booked for shows if you don't have a social following. Like. Well, the next like, Joni Mitchell doesn't want say, to well, sit in front it's of also a like, like A lot of musicians nowadays, like a lot of them, they get their break because they put up videos on YouTube that then true. blew up. And but it's like also that. like fuck shows. Like personally, like I mean, I I put out I put out an instrument. I put out two instrumental albums, and the last one I did was almost three years ago, and I'm getting ready to put up my next one. I have no interest in doing shows whatsoever. Mm. It's just not something that I feel like translates. I don't want to like sit there and play all the piano keys that I that I put down in my apartment one day and do that in a live setting. Hey, remember that? Oh, here it is again. Like there's no interest in that, you know, like it's yeah. a, it's an intimate sort of like, I, it's, I think like making something for people's headphones is, is important. And like to have that drag that shit out on the road, like a fucking circus is like, doesn't apply to everybody, you know? And mm-hmm. I guess you lose by doing that, but I also lose by not Twitch streaming every single night and just Hugging, Do you though? You get hugging right, my yeah. wife until I, I go to sleep. Say, you, you lose on what? That's, you lose on what? I don't. Spending, what, yeah, what I'm, I'm saying time that you with know, someone you love. Yeah, no, I'm, you don't I'm, lose. I'm saying that sarcastically, but I think that like, like knowing when to cut out and sort of just enjoying your own life. There's something important to that. That's why I don't post on Twitter that much anymore. I enjoy not going there. You also, you just, also work for a company that probably they don't give a shit. Really? Really? Well, as long as he doesn't say. Fuck Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I wish C3PO had red legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, last week, I put my phone on... Uh, Airplane? Airplane? Do not disturb for messages. Spider. So I, my phone no longer vibrates when I get a text, and I realized it was like... It had gotten to a point where I was answering to my phone rather than my phone answering yeah. to me. And when mm. I realized that, I was like, this is gross. Like, I don't care if I'm getting a text right now. I'm just responding to it because it's conditioned me to do that when it buzzes. And I was like, yeah. this is terrible. I have to stop doing this. So now it's like, I won't look at it unless I want to. Unless I'm, like, sitting there just trying to feel like texting someone or if I'm, like, on a train. Still, you'll like, still compulsively whip it out, but... Not half as often. Yeah, like, uh, no, it's, it's I'm so hoping true. I start doing it less. I, mean, no, when I, you, when I you did get that, that like, like six months ago. And when it was, you get it was that liberating, that phantom pain of like, oh, mm, mm, and you're like, oh, is that is that me? Oh no, I don't yeah. have that turned on. Uh, I got rid of Twitter on my phone. I have like Instagram. I have uh, Snapchat. I have the fucking uh, Yokai Watch mobile game. <laughs> but like, I don't. As yeah. far as like compulsively checking stuff, like I look at my email. Yeah, and I'm like what am I doing with this thing? I also have books on there. I have entire books I could read. And like, I don't know, like not having Twitter on there is like really, it's, it's, it's nice. It felt incredibly Pavlovian for a while there to every time my phone buzzed in my pocket to reach for it and pull out and be like, Oh, I got to respond to this immediately. And like, now I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where I, uh, I, I mean, I'm ignoring more things than I should. And I'm back in like high school again, where I'm procrastinating professionally. Like things, uh, there's things I should respond to immediately that I don't, and it's it's difficult because it's like a part of you feels like, oh, this is the thing I have to do because this is how we communicate nowadays. But the other part's like, maybe I should just let it go and not not really attend everything the second it happens. You know? Yeah, the, I, I made sure that I still get calls because with my right. family being really far away, every time that I miss a call, I feel terrible. Right. So I like made sure that I still get those. What's but. the what's the time difference between here and there? 
It's like 11 hours or something. It's 18, but oh, Jesus. It's, I think it's 17 or 18, but uh, it's easier if you just go like f- five or six. So it's like we're 18 behind, but it's easier if you just think about it like, like, like we're six ahead. But the plus a day, day ahead. Yeah, yeah. But mm. I mean, the day doesn't really yeah factor. It's in a this. nightmare. So are scheduling. you are you are you constantly in that sort of dual universe of being like, this is what time it is for me now. Every single day when it hits yeah. one p.m., I'll be like, okay, my family's probably awake. Yeah. Every day, like, there's not a day where that doesn't occur to me. Where I'm like, okay, I can finally talk to my family at some point during this day. It's not not necessarily that I will. It's just that I'm really conscious of the fact that they're accessible at this time. That's right. the time I can call yeah. them. But at the same time, my dad will always like send me pictures of his dog or call me at like 1am. Mm-hmm. Like, God, just check the time zone. He's like, sorry, I forgot. I'm like, how? Cause I've had the three hour difference for seven years and that's nothing in comparison to what, like what that is like. That's insane. Like, yeah. That's a, that, that would take, that would take a very long time for me to be like, okay, here I am now. And here's where they are then. And I'm going to call them during my breakfast and they're having dinner in the future a day and a half. You ever say, I'm going to call you on Friday and then you call them on our Friday and yeah. like, where were you? <laughs> well, no. They, they, we figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, what, do you, what do you guys yeah. talk about? Like, I know you... I, I, Wallabies. I hear bits and pieces of this, but... Kangaroos. Yeah. Scott. Boomerangs. Scott. How, how are the local kangaroos? <laughs> somehow, you're I mean, being, like, somehow you're being so racist to a white person. <laughs> it's stacked. Muriel's, you Muriel's are, wedding. You are, you are good at, like, at staying in touch with your parents when they're a, a, a day away, a day and change. Like... Um, but like, what's the, what, I, I'm honestly like, I talk to my mom and dad probably once a week and I run out of shit to ask them. Like, I'm just like, Oh, how's that cat you got? My, How my, are the neighbors? We like, don't, we don't have small talk. Like my relationship with my, my parents is really, really good. Yeah. Um, my dad had to fire a guy the other week and he was just like telling me about how upset he was and he like lost a really good friend from it. And he was just like telling me how much that sucked. And he bought mm. a dog and called it jacket. He like tells him about all the cute stuff it does. Mom's like, any any cute American boys? Just all the time. So it's like I don't know. I just talk to my parents like friends. It'd be like if you were to talk to mm, a friend for yeah, half an I, hour. I, that's 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 like exactly. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't know if that's like a cultural thing. I, uh, I've always been that that way with my parents. I've never ran out of things to talk to them about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you just talk to them, like um. My, uh, like I talked about my mom a couple weeks ago on the show, but my mom texted me two days ago, uh, in all caps. And she was like, I just found out I don't have cancer in my brain. Yay. <laughs> and I was like, man, like six months ago, this would have been like the funniest text in the world. Cause I would have been like, Oh yeah, duh. Like what the fuck? Why would you have cancer? But now I'm like, Oh, oh great awesome <laughs> like we we hit rock bottom so anything above that it's great but like yeah I, th- I think it's like it's when you get to a point where you're like you you stop it's not like a it doesn't feel like a first date or like a scenario yeah. where like i don't know what the you just go hey what's what's going on you just how are you like you just get to a very weird sort of vanilla human level with somebody yeah like, it's it's kind of interesting it's kind of cool my fam- family's really comfortable but um i did have to ban my dad from my facebook page oh really because he is like one of a very small amount of people on the internet who's just positive all the time and he would comment on everything that i would post being like hey you're so great i love this with like 10 smiley faces and i would Uh have to ban him because it has my last name people would figure out he was my dad and i didn't want people to like abuse him for being my dad how fucked up 
is it that you took one of the only few positive people yeah, on I had the to ban internet him. and you banned But him. now he like shares every single one of my posts and like That's awesome. It was like one uh, where I was playing VR and he shared it and he was like, Oh, this is the future. Remember when tellies were real big? Yep. It's like you know the way that David Jaffe tweets where it's all like misspelt yeah. and has like a weird dad tweets. And it's like dad tweets. Yeah. My dad is like if David Jaffe was nice. No, my, <laughs> like, my, that's my dad on the internet. I fucking love that. Like my mom will call me and she'll be like Brian, guess what? And I'm like, what? And she's like, there's an article in the New York Times about video games. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, they they hired a video game guy like six years ago. And he's <laughs> been really just doing, oh, okay, yeah, but you're right. That's great. That's so <laughs> sweet. Uh, I, I think it's amazing that like that you, you take somebody like that and he's like just optimistic constantly and you're like, people are going to hurt him. <laughs> exactly, though. People are going to wreck this you're person like, I must positive. Him. But he doesn't know he's been banned. So that's, he yeah. still thinks that he's commenting, Aww. which is great. But it's like, I, so, I just, I have so to. So you're yeah. not going to post this episode on your Facebook feed and be like, I was on the comedy button. Everyone should listen to it. And then your dad listened to it and he just goes, Oh, I mean, my, my mom and my stepdad probably would listen if I, if I did. They listen to every episode of Beyond. Is your dad grayed out on, on Facebook? Like at the people I've banned? Yeah. With a little weird diagonal backwards <laughs> Ghostbusters symbol or whatever. Yeah, it's real sad. Oh, man. Yeah. But I, I have to. <laughs> he, he doesn't understand. Like, he only got Facebook a year ago. And it's so funny. Like, I went to Disney World with him. And he would, like, workshop his Facebook statuses. He'd be like, you think I should write this? Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm going to write that. And he would, oh, like, so workshop sweet. stuff after rides and be like, yeah, that sounds funny. And then, like, post it and be like, cool. And then, like, what's next? Yo, what the fuck is up with parents on Facebook? Like, I, I kind of hate Facebook now because it is, like, a place for parents. I mean... Yeah, it kind of is. Like, we went to visit my mom this weekend, and, and she was, like... Like, we showed up, and she, like, had Facebook open, and she's like, oh, I was just looking at this... Oh, it's this, this funny this comic. dank meme. This, this <laughs> funny comic about the... Oh, it's, it's the Easter Bunny. Oh, and he's coming out of the cave where Jesus was buried. Oh, and I was like, when my parents saw that fucking Charlie well, dude, video, uh, they were like, "Have you seen Charlie bit me?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, yes, yeah. god damn it!" Twenty like, years ago. Uh, well, it's, a, it's like when when so when the internet when Snapchat launched, and then like when IGN started doing Snapchat stuff. That was the first time I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool, whatever." And then like Chastity and a bunch of other people who work on Snapchat would call me over and have me do cool videos for them. And people were like, "You're really good at Snapchat." And I'm like, "Thanks. I have an entire team of people helping me." <laughs> and they're like, "You should be on your own Snapchat and tell stories." And I'm like, "I have nothing left. Mm-hmm. Like, go look at everything else I do. That's fine." Like, I think parents are just kind of like, "What? How do we talk?" to people like is do we have to do this now like i don't know what to do anymore yeah, i think like, it's mostly trying to try to be cool they, i don't think they're yeah i i, I doubt it. it it's less it's less them trying to ruin the social media that we're doing and more them trying to be like how do we I mean, how do we stay exciting. alive yeah be like this is a, a, a new thing yeah, yeah i mean I it's, it's probably you should learn this Gracie. it's probably fun because it's finally accessible enough for them that they like can just use it like the yeah. fact that facebook is like intuitive enough that they're able to embarrass us on it is right. a, kind of a huge sign that like oh this is like a car or a house where you can just show up while we're hanging out with our friends and mm-hmm. fuck it up for us yeah my mom but it's like my what, what what can they possibly do to you though i mean besides you banning your dad yeah <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> uh, my mom and my aunt just tag me in like videos of dogs all the time which is like that's yeah, pretty much what my friends do so that's fine the most offensive thing i'll get is i'll get like like my 
what do you call it? like your wife's aunts your aunt-in-law or something like a whole bunch of people will just like i'll be on a group thread with like 70 people all of a sudden and i'll just be like oh well that's i just won't i won't read that right now Can like that's about it like, the way that you say aunt makes it sound like it's like she owns an aunt like oh my wife's aunt well we've talked like about this a pet aunt well you've talked about what is it porn and pawn yeah are the same word for yeah. you pawn and pawn yeah so you just said the same word twice <laughs> yeah i did pawn and pawn well, well, thank you, Alana. Yeah, yeah thanks. No for, thank you yeah, for joining an us. Exhilarating look at a country I'll hopefully visit someday for a brief time without getting bitten by radioactive enemies. It sounds like a. Mm. It sounds like kind of the dark souls of countries. There's great Japanese food if you can avoid the terrifying spiders yeah. and fire. So when do you go back? What? Why? Is, where did you get this fire thing from? I don't know. The fire, I don't know. I don't really know where the fire thing came from. It's, it's always just, on fire. Have you ever seen a fire? It's because Google Australia. It's just because we picture it being very hot and the wave. Well, line. yeah, yeah. That, it snows. That's exactly it. I thought. Does it snow? Yes. What the? We world? have ski fields. What fire? Really? No actual snow. But it's also like, isn't it incredibly hot and dry during the summer? Australia is huge. Uh, well, I it's mean, almost the same size as the U.S. But see, the word island a, sounds cute. There's and, as much variety in temperatures. See, island starts with a lowercase i, so I feel like it's, it's like not an re- apple it's, product. It's, no, it, but it's, it's also a country. It's a continent. <laughs> yeah, but it's also an island. But isn't everything? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I guess like, large islands. Yeah, I just did a Google image search for Australia. This is what came up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Showing us a lot of fire. It's just all fire. Yep. Uh, That's very strange. Okay. We're all on Twitter. Well, when do you go back? Do you go back during cold season or fire season? I'm going back in July, which is cold season. Okay. Yeah, makes perfect sense. So that's the part when the. Okay. When the cold beats the flame. When the White Walkers (laughs) defeat the Fire Boys. I ran out of names for cool Game of Thrones characters. You tried. Oh, no. Okay. We're all on Twitter. I'm at Chef Money. Uh, Scott's at Scott underscore Bromley. Ryan's at Rydog. Max is at Maxcoville, and uh, your Solana. It's like what? It's like a mix of your name mm-hmm. and Charizard. Yes, Charlanazard. Yes. Thank okay. You. There, there it is. we go. So I wasn't sure. Which uh, nobody can spell, but that's fine. Then you can, you can also to- you can uh, can I can I yeah. carry some of this? You can check out uh, some of Alana's stuff on IGN. Yeah. Is there an easy way to find your shit, or is it just kind of like track down toy stuff on there? IGN.com yeah. slash toys would be too easy. Oh, my it? God. That, that page is launching in, like, a week. Oh, well, shit. Well, this will be up by all then. day today working on it. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So, IGN.com slash toys. What a serendipitous occasion. This yeah. episode will be live by the time that is live. Yes. So, perfect. Hopefully. Uh, do you have, a like, a, a thing you want to plug? Like, a SoundCloud or a... Uh... You have a YouTube page. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Plug that YouTube. I'm so uncomfortable with plugging things. Like, you can check my stuff out if you want. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know where to find her. If you find her on Twitter, she got her other stuff there. It's youtube.com slash real big shoes. Yeah, and it's a, I, uh, an entire YouTube channel really of shoes. just really, really big shoes. Montages really big of shoes. Large really big. When you. does this episode air? This will air. Uh, we, we're recording, we're banking like 100 episodes. I'm just wondering if my show will be, be it'll, it'll be <laughs> the uh, 16th, I believe, or the oh, okay. 15th, the 15th of April. So definitely, I would hope Toys is up. No, it's out, it's out the week after that. Anyways. 420. Oh, man, this is the getting high episode. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. This is going to be our first ever 420. Oh, man. Because d- head to hippie opposite, hill. Dates the opposite. And it's oh, really, that's right. Oh, this is my you, first ever 420. You've only been in Kiefer Sutherland's 24 for the longest time. <laughs> Yes. I was like, wait. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, 240th of four. The, uh, the mm-hmm. wonderful, uh, the 
Two forty isn't a thing. <laughs> go check out Podcast Beyond. I'm counting these three 40 dudes together. Days in the mu- over at IGN, and then go to <laughs> two forty is Edward Scissorhands Day. Patreon.com slash Comedy Button. Two dollars a month gets you an extra two uh, dollar a month. Get you extra two episodes a month. Well, I'm so, glad somebody you know. Two dollars a month gets you a little something extra, extra. Yeah. So. And then a kiss. A and then if you kiss. get us up to sixteen thousand uh, uh, dollars, we're going to be playing uh, a wink and a D&D. smile. We'll get you a a good fun time for a while, as as they say in the old railroad industry. Is that a sex? Thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's about you how said you get railroad industry. I got very confused. Yeah, Thank no. You. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna ride the train. Come, Come on, on and, and ride, ride it. it. <laughs> All right. Stop it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Stop Thanks it. for listening. And with that, we're out. Awful men. <laughs> a gross bunch of people with a... Scott's, Scott's got a puppet out. And yeah, it's... I do. I've been sitting here the whole time. Just stop. Listening to this conversation about feelings. And music. That Do is... a fucking ventriloquism uh, podcast on your own time, okay? I can't. That is I know, just... I'm liking it. Why? Like, See? Like it's working. It's pretty cool. She likes a guy in a suit. Yeah, I'll stand up and do a little dance for you. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, Please dear. stop. Not, not, not any more terrifying than anything you've seen on the dance floor. No one's pegging me from behind that that's I could like see. Promotional item from the bully game. Like, oh, it's a great game. Also, you're right. It is. Right? It's no, it's not. It's got a B on his thanks. thing. Yeah. Yeah, for Billy Baloney. Academy. Awful. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> yep. Sorry about all the noise. Sorry about the show, Alana. <laughs> what a mess. I like the singer. I like the moon and the stars and spring. Shut up. Let's get nuts. All right, bitches and tits, we're here to thank Zachary Smith, Scott Stanley, John Jordan, Brandon Christensen, Ben Scott, Philip, Daniel Oapos Connor, Deepak, Kia Hatam Tabrizi, Jeremy Grant, Wes Ong, Daniel Salas, Victor Gong, Robin Holmes, Michael Moran, Robin Holmes, dear God, dear God, Clemente Diaz, Alex Hicks, Casey Robbins, Martin Bradford Gago, Drew. Joe Ladadar. 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 Johnny Seislick Jr. Ladadar say. Ollie Dunn. Alan Meyer Smith, Igor Belinsky, Blake Nelson, Kyle Rashan, Jacob Schaffer, Chris Havernack, <laughs> and Colin Steer. Yeah, yeah, fuck on those old balls, you cool people. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Dale Mulcahy, Don Grote, Gorkum Kudik, Jamie Gordon, J. Ellis James, John Skinner, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz. Mario Rivera, Matt Shatra, Paul Grabovac, Paula Schultz, and motherfucking Kevin Garaventa.